you've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Welcome to the My Mind Podcast episode number 82, I think this is, this will be 82. And I'm joined with my good friend, James Kurgan. Hey, how you going? Oh, I'm very well. And we're talking all about, we're talking about the third installment of our much-loved film series. It's probably... Oh, I would say it's it's at least top ten best trilogies of a movie series. Oh, would you say it's up there? Yeah, yeah. I just it's it's already annoyed me this <laughs> this this third one. I I think what's annoying me now, James, is that the next one I just don't have much hope for. So it's annoying that this was set as the third yeah. and final film, and now <laughs> there's a fourth. Yeah, I started watching the fourth one. And I got five minutes into it, and I said, "I can't." <laughs> really, that bad? It's Far not out. The same quality. Just everything about it was cheap Chinese knockoff. I couldn't. I couldn't explain it better than that. It just didn't have. Yeah. Uh, I, and look, it might. It might. That might be intentional. It might be just an opening sequence. I don't know. I'm gonna. I will watch it. But yeah, because. <clears throat> well, that's what they might mm. do as well. They've been known. They've been known to mess with like popular culture yeah, and society. Look, <laughs> Judging by like I, the I last three. I won't say three. anything about it, but without because it'll give away the, the opening. But the, uh, you understand oh, okay, why yeah, I say. Sure. Well, I'll definitely watch off. it. <laughs> but that could be deliberate. Yeah, that right. could be deliberate. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway. Oh, good. Well, this this third film starts. If you haven't been tracking this, oh loyal fans of the My Mind podcast, if you haven't been tracking this, James and I have done extensive research on the first second and third film to bring you our coveted review of a 10 year old film that we hold dear 20, oh it's 20 yeah. years old now isn't it yeah. matrix one yeah <laughs> 20 years old 99 yeah, wasn't it, was it? Yeah. yeah so it's been a it's been a long time since this movie come out so there shouldn't really be any spoilers but it is a film that everyone should watch and go enjoy because it is it's just like it's a great standalone film and the trilogy just kind of ticks a couple of boxes here and there that uh, you can kind of take or leave but i think it is a good trilogy once um if you watch it consecutively very good trilogy could have been a great trilogy (laughs) could have been been the best trilogy of all time well they just uh, it could have been it could have smoked the hobbits and the freaking yeah. Lord of the Rings. Because I think, like, Lord of the Rings, like, that would probably, for most people, would be considered, like, yeah, the best trilogy. Um, I mean, Jaws is not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, I, I, I think we can say now, we've discussed this privately, but I haven't even discussed it on the show yet. I, my opinion of the sequels has changed slightly. And I am... More of the opinion now that the first movie was so accurate to reality that the Matrix is shut down <laughs> the whole process and given us part two and three to try and distract us from the fact that it's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> the Wachowskis, the Wachowskis were, um, 
they were they, the first they woke one. up <laughs> and they tried to tell everybody and then the matrix has yeah. now shut them down and well now there's one isn't well there? yeah number four is just one and and they're not brothers anymore so uh no they're they're, they're I them. I don't want to misidentify. I don't want to. But, um, oh, we'll just refer I don't to know. I'm, I'm bad pronouns. Yeah. Referred to. yeah, that's better because that kind of gives them like the entity that they wanted yeah. anyway. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure they wanted to be like Seal. You know, they just want to be known as one <laughs> kind Which of is thing. Weird for two people, but, look, but yeah. No, yeah, it is. It yeah. is actually. There's this. Um, I don't know if you've played it, Cyberpunk no. 2077. Oh, there's this cool. It's not giving away much story. It's like this side quest thing. It's total side note, but it's it's pretty cool. There's like this. There was, it's like this person you come across, and they had like a split personality thing, and they were one person living in one body, and then like through the technology and how awesome it is, he's able to split it into two Ooh. bodies. So he's the same person but in two people. <laughs> Well, that's pretty cool you know pretty pretty interesting to see if some people yeah. do that with like their schizophrenia and stuff i mean you know obviously there's gonna be but it's the same person I but it's two bodies uh, where, like i don't know if you've seen rick and morty <laughs> oh i haven't uh, okay, watched like yeah, the latest okay, episodes well, for you, yeah. yeah okay let's just say All right, uh, cool. <laughs> morty has something yeah way right way worse oh, happen, but similar <laughs> That should be the next one we do. We mm. should do a Rick and Morty thing. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. dude. Are you into it? What a great show. Yeah. Oh, I love Justin Roiland. He's so yeah. he's so creative. Like the... I know this is a Matrix thing, but, you know, shout out to Justin Roiland because that guy, his brain just works yeah. in the most unique pattern that... I, b- oh, I believe Marvel is like, on board to fix the multiverse. Oh, oh, that the, would make sense. Movie, I believe he was brought on board to 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 fix the multiverse uh, aspect of it. Mm. Yeah, well, that's good because like Sam Rami, like the guy that directed, as you know, like he did the Evil Dead and like the mm. first Spider Man trilogy and that, which isn't a bad trilogy if you're a Toby guy. <laughs> Evil Dead's pretty but, good. Um, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he, but um, yeah, he did such a good job on that. Fi- Have you seen it? Yes, the new Doctor yeah. Strange oh man yeah. i love that movie yeah, that is such a cool movie i really enjoyed it that's probably my favorite one that's come out in the last like three Shang- years i would say yeah that was cool it was cool to see like a um you know for me being half asian <laughs> it was nice to see an asian um superhero that wasn't like a bad guy and just horribly yeah. stereotypical and he, he wasn't like a samurai <laughs> yeah. or like something like really stereotypical, yeah, no, was, you know? Really, really yeah. well done. I thought that was, yeah. And it there was, was no, nothing gratuitous about it. That wasn't, you know, over the top, didn't, you know, oversell the race or anything. It was just, you know, like you didn't even notice it. You know, you just, you're just watching the movie and you're going, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, mm. that's right. That's like, I, I think that's the difference between like Black Panther and shang chi is like black panther like i feel like it swayed heavily on the african kind of roots part where shang chi relied on the kind of mystical Mm. fantasy side of like the culture which i feel like could have been played like a little bit better 
in like the Black Panther kind mm. of first movie. No, not to say I didn't like it. I just feel like they could have. There's just so much mythology within like African yeah. culture. I think that they could have like played more into that instead of just making it, you know, kind of about like mm. Wakanda. You know, I feel like it could have been like a bigger. Well, but they might yeah, do that the in the hope. second film. Like who knows? Yeah, I mean, then they had so much to do. They're introducing the entire world of Wakanda and the technology and the, you know. Killmonger. They've got a lot to introduce in a two hour movie, so yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. And you know, they could have thrown in some mystical like Mufasa like as heavy as it was on the the you know, the African um cultural aspect of it, it was still a great movie. I didn't think that took away from it at all. It didn't detract from it. Um Oh no no no, not at all. Like yeah, oh, good yeah, good film. Yeah. Good film. Chadwick oh, Boseman, he's a good he's well yeah, it was he was a good actor. Yeah. Have you seen that clip where it's um, someone's mm. asking about like, oh, what's like, what's, you know, the sequel? Are you going to be in the yeah. sequel? What happens in like Black Panther 2? And he's like, I won't be yeah. there. I'm dead. I'll be gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow. it's so deep. Because like, yeah. I th- you know, because he was so like closed off about his, not closed off. He was just kept his private well, life yeah. private, I suppose. You can see that he was fair, you know? lost a lot of weight by the time that interview came around and but not enough for it to be really known but yeah yeah because yeah because you kind of see like those crash diets anyway you just think oh it's just a yeah. it's just yeah, exactly. it's just like hollywood a part and, <laughs> you know yeah. like you see christian yeah. bale drop a lot of weight for like the machinist yeah. or like that charlie dawn or zero dawn or whatever that movie was and then like he's bulked it back on for like yeah. american hustle yeah nailed that part that was amazing. He did. He did. Yeah, I think the 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 best thing about it was he he just looked yeah. the part. Like growing up like yeah. reading the comics, like the it wasn't just like his physical attributes, it was like his mentality through the film that really he had yeah. I don't know. Yes, he just exactly had a royal aspect a to royal, it. Royal yeah. bearing. He really carried that um he he carried that royal bearing really well really well he did, he did just did it perfectly yeah. yeah it was so believable and that's when you know yeah. he's done a good job like um what's his name who's like the mob boss in um goodfellas he died recently um oh yeah, yeah. paul savino you know like he did such a good job in goodfellas that you believe mm. that he was a gangster oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. we're getting sidetracked here <laughs> it's okay. yeah, yeah it's sorry okay. so you know <laughs> it's not you know it's good yeah. we're catching up too you know so, <laughs> um, so like the the first film, I think like one of the first like sorry the 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 opening sequence of like Matrix Revolutions, I think, um, sorry, not I think I know I know this the the first kind of symbol you see within it is the Holy Grail reference. It's got like that holy the chalice mm. in like the first like number rain position like the one it stops on when it zooms in is like the chalice that's like oh, the character it okay. zooms in on so like you know they're bringing in like the holy mm-hmm. trinity you know that's what i got from it is that like this was the final like kind of chapter this was their their like holy grail piece to like sum up the whole journey i think because like because the holy grail is like the end of the well yeah the that, holy you know, grail is the, the like that kind of story lasting life and then you've got neo's death in the matrix then he continues. He lives outside. Well, that's right. He like kind of yeah. immortalizes himself yeah. as like a, a mythical kind of good spot. 
ascension yeah, of Christ. Transcending transcending death is what he's he's doing the the old that's the Christian mythos. So yeah. 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 And and poor Morpheus, I really feel for Morpheus in this mm. film because in the second film you just see all his hope shattered and he just he's just in like this weird crisis of conscious you know like he still believes his prophecy like he still has hope but you can just see because you don't see that doubt in the first no. and second films you just see he's so devout to the cause he lives and breathes his prophecy he preaches it every day to everybody and then in by the time that third film hits i don't know you just don't see him uneasy mm, until yeah. then you confidence know? is shattered he's he's a yeah <laughs> he's reevaluating everything yeah, <laughs> yeah, it it is. It's like you you see the the mental mm. cogs turning every, and I don't know if like Lawrence Fishburne just must be just must be really good at looking confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know that's the that's that's yeah. That's the, the, the life when <laughs> everything you thought you knew was wrong. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens from time to time. It's like oh, yeah, everything I thought I knew about that is. is wrong. Uh, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is because it. Oh, it's just. It's just sucks. It just sucks for him. I really felt for Morpheus this film, and the. I think w- what we should kind of point out is that if you haven't seen it at this point, uh, Neo's stuck in the Matrix, and he's in that weird train station, and Moe's in that weird purgatory mm. point with the the program the girl program who whose parents are programs and they've managed to breed a program but she's an illegal program mm. and they're trying to smuggle themselves the, out of the program to enter another safe the, program I like the, the subtle <laughs> point of the of the conversation it wasn't that she was illegal it was the problem is that she was unnecessary no, that's right. Just, that's right. Unnecessary. That's right. Yeah. For the Matrix, it was. Yeah. Well, because that's you know, because that creates its ultimate kind of. Um, what's the word? Um, productivity. Yeah. It makes yeah. it you know maximize pro- productivity. Yeah, create <laughs> efficiency. Yeah, that's right. Maximize yeah. productivity. You know, like we you trim mm. the fat where you can. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's a little girl program. A little yeah, I mean that's girl. the that's the um, so. what was it? It's a, you know, it's the old um, uh, oh, it, it, it's it, I can't remember who wrote it. Was it Paradise Lost? Milton? Because it's, it's all religious references in this book. It's in this movie. It's um, oh yeah, the devil oh. in in that book. You know, he talked about um, oh, I'm getting I'm getting mixed up. Hang on. Uh, it's, it's that, wow. Well, a better analogy, a better analogy know, with the, the logical insanity, I mean, the logical insanity of war. Like if you look at something like the bombing of fire bombing of Dresden, in isolation, it's like yeah, that's just the most horrible thing ever. But if you look at it logically, the progression and the things, the events that happened that led up to it, it makes perfect sense logically. But it's but it's a yeah you know, right. It's a, it's a monstrous thing, you know, which is the same as this girl, you know. Logically, it makes no sense for this girl to exist, so she must be killed. You know, it's, it's logically correct, but it's emotionally <laughs> horrible. 
deleted. Yeah, deleted. Yeah. That's that's yeah, the, uninstalled. The, the, the unrestrained logic. You know, it leads to pretty horrible things. <laughs> you know. Well, that's right because like the Matrix essentially is like this super super powerful computer that has mm. zero empathy, and you know is the yeah not the cognator of all things, but it's like the it, it thinks it's creating everything for purpose yeah well it has its purpose everything must serve its purpose and if it yeah. doesn't it's deleted you know it's a cold logic cold heartless logic that's a you know from an old story which interestingly transitions us to the that weird character of yeah. the train man <laughs> that is essentially the 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 ferryman and I've forgotten or the his river sticks or What's saint name? peter uh I think no, it is no, just the, the train the, man. I've just written the train man. Oh yeah. Mad Max oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, oh. Just, just took my tongue. Oh, I can well, Google it. We could. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I'm it. at my computer. My we computer goes alright. He deserves, uh, deserves a shout out. Yeah, he deserves a he oh, deserves a credit. I just tongue. wrote fairy man. Hang on. Uh train man matrix. Tap, 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 tap. Who is the guy? Why don't you bring yeah. up his name? Oh, took my tongue. It's just there. Huh? Why wouldn't... Oh, actor. Oh, doy. Bruce Spence. Uh, Bruce Spence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Played yeah. a great crazy man. Yeah. New Zealand Australian actor. <laughs> yeah, he's good. And even like his picture on IMDb, yeah. he looks nuts. And then you see these little picture yeah. of, the, <laughs> of him as a train man. There's really not much difference mm. between the two. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah, like you said, the ferryman. Uh, they look the crazy. Yeah, he's, he's a bit mad on his power too, isn't he? Well, he's... Oh, he's very mad. Because, uh, what do you think he's like... Because he like kind of goes beyond like programs because he works for um, the guy's Maravindian. name I can never pronounce. Yeah. yeah, Merovingian. <laughs> you know, so he's like a rogue program in itself because he doesn't operate on the same mm. level as the Matrix. He operates with the Merovingian, which is all the rogue programs. Yeah, it was a bit unclear. Like, you know, he must have been made by the Matrix. He must serve a function for the Matrix. There must be a point to it, but he's kind of, yeah. Well, he is like, he's, he, it's, it's how programs travel from the Matrix, from the, from the mainframe, from the main, what do you call it? What do they call it? Mainframe. Yeah, he's the smuggler. But, I mean, yeah. is he the way that they get there legitimately as well? I mean, is, or is he just like a black op, black, uh, mm. you know, black marketeer kind of guy? I, I never quite understood that, whether he was actually serving a purpose yeah. for the Matrix and then doing a side hustle for the Merovingian. Or, anyway, good character. Mm. Well, I don't know. Like, yeah, he is a good character. I just... Mm, yeah, I you got me thinking I, about it, it now. Had me, had me perplexed mm. too. You know, I was like, well, you know, what is going on? It's because it's no. not really clear, mm. is mm. it? Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. Well, I tell you what really annoyed me. You know, I've got a thing for like people not counting their bullets <laughs> yes. and their guns and then reloading sporadically. The train man does it, which further proves my theory of programs don't need to reload. He like shoots twelve bullets from like a, a like a thirty eight revolver, which. Yeah, which has six bullets in the chamber, and he shoots twelve. And there's no scene where he reloads; he just yeah. shoots twelve. Yeah, I bullets. think I think we can we can call that canon that that theory now. That's pretty. <laughs> oh, 
oh, it, it it still it still annoys me. But look, it it is what it is. There's a, ain't nothing going to change that. I don't and think. You know, so. when you uh, programs some just don't reload, bent, nothing can be broken. Yeah, that's what he said right at the beginning. <laughs> and and if you are writing the program, you can break all the rules. That's yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, especially if you're like you know, I guess he's his thing is that he's the you know like you said like black market operator or like working within the matrix himself so he has all the hats. has yeah. the power too yeah exactly he's got all the all, yeah. all the mods <laughs> to make it to make it easier for him yeah mm. then then but they're all ai right they're all like ai programs because yes. they're all because like the the dad program of the little girl that we were speaking about before, he like has this, he can like justify love. Yeah. And make his decisions based on emotion. Like the emotion of having that, you know, his daughter, the junior program. Yeah. Well, look, it comes down to the question. It's not really a question of, of artificial intelligence because obviously they're intelligent. It's, is are they conscious? That's, are they mm. A lot yeah, are they, they alive? Or what yeah. we would consider conscious entities. I mean, you, you can be alive and not yeah. conscious while you're, you know, while you're while you're in a coma. You can be in a <laughs> that's, coma. That's you right. can be asleep. <laughs> that's, yeah, but no, are that's they conscious? True, yeah. Are they consciously aware that they are alive? <laughs> that's the question. Which he yeah. is implying that they are, well, I think it's and that like, they can it... feel emotions, which is, you know, that's right. And because it's the seventh sequence of Matrix. Mm. Seven? Isn't it? Is it? Do you think like I? I think it's seven because isn't it saying that seven is like heaven? Well, I know it rhymes, but isn't that I like a seven thing? Like six a, is hell. Yeah, supposed to be God's number, but I mean seven's like yeah, meant to be yeah, like a, a divine all, number. So like yeah, wouldn't it, everything? It's seven. It's God in, made the world it's in, in seven most days. things, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's seven circles of hell. Yeah, and the other is, is, yeah, it, no, no, is there less? Right. It's, it's the and uh, yeah, and, and heaven seven. as well. It's got the seven not circles. It's the seven. Can't believe I heard it. I haven't in a long time. I did read that <laughs> a long time ago, but yeah, yeah. So I th- I think um, you know, it kind of shows that they're kind of hinting towards this being the last as well. Like this mm. is the final matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good format, point. Good point. You know, so. Mm. Did, are, there, the, are the Wachowskis okay. atheists? Do you know? Because if they are, it's a it's a pretty cynical <laughs> borrowing of mythology for profit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. I um, I don't really, I don't know because it's, I always just assumed they were similar to you and I, like growing up religious that's kind of just what you know and that's kind of what yeah. you draw from as far as like creativity sure. yeah yeah i think it's it because it, it's so big in yeah. america really I mean, you can it? be like uh philosophy philosophically inclined towards religious teachings i guess uh, yeah. Not 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 religiously inclined. Mm. You know what I mean. Like that, you know, you can you can study yeah. it as a philosophy rather than a doctrine. Um, I guess yeah, <laughs> maybe they're doing it that doctrine. way. You know, maybe they think of it that way. It's, it's you know, just another philosophy. But 
because they have certainly borrowed from every philosophy. I mean, Plato and everything's all in there. Yeah. Oh, every. I don't think there's one religion that like they even like reference some like Hindi oh, and sure, um, yeah. stuff. Like later, later in the film, like there's some script that's from like Sanskrit. Yeah. Some Sanskrit like I mean, references. Look at it. Uh, I I think it might have been in the last film, but I, I think if it might be in this one as well. Talking about seven iterations of the Matrix and seven iterations of Neo, you're talking about reincarnation, then, aren't you? So. Yeah. Ah. Oh, oh, or if it's the same person coming back into a new life, <laughs> yeah, you're right. The same you're person right. coming back in the same life, then it's more a bit of an eternal recurrence, which is a yeah. It's a Groundhog Day. Well, Groundhog Day is not eternal recurrence. But that's <laughs> eternal recurrence is the idea that you keep no, coming well, back right. to the same life and living it again until you perfect it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what? Like, what oh, background dude, is that? Some. Yeah, it'd be some... <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a yeah. cool I theory. I can't tell you where it started. I know. I like that. I know, yeah, plenty of people have picked it up, but I'm not sure where it started. But yeah, I, I like that theory too. Yeah, I gravitated to that one. Well. I like that. I, I mean, yeah, that's a I great like that theory, theory if you have a good life. If your life sucks, you'd be like, oh, no, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, how do you see where to go right mm. or where to go wrong if your life's horrid? You know what I mean? Like if you have to relive that circumstance again and again and again until you get it right, you you would never see what's well. Right I think the idea is that at some point. after death, your consciousness is becomes more expansive and understands everything mm. clearer, and then can assess what happened and go back and have another crack. That's the idea. That's yeah, the theory. That's true. That, that you, you go to a higher dimension of existence and you can see your whole life. And go, oh, okay, I see where I stuffed up there, and then have another go. That's the theory. So, yeah. Well, do you think like your whole life gets, you know, when they say like, oh, my whole life, my whole life flashed before my eyes? Well, it could be, yeah. It could be because, well, that could like, be just because it's yeah. already happened in four dimensional space time theory. Time is a dimension and it exists completely, and that we're just experiencing it linearly, whereas it actually already has already happened. You've made all your choices, you're just watching it unfold now that's what's four-dimensional space time yeah. actually says so that yeah, right. life review would be your consciousness suddenly being aware of time as as uh, as we are of spatial dimensions as a whole and seeing it all and go, yeah. ah. or eternal recurrence and you have you know you are remembering a past life when you have that experience and that would explain deja vu because it's like, ah, oh, I've done this before. Well, you have. That's right. And that would explain that, you know, r- rolling it back to the film, that would explain why they think that the deja vu is like a crack in the Matrix, which really, it's um, the old system. It's the program updating. Like from your old, yeah. eternal Well, there's been a change in the Matrix. Recurrence. Yeah, a change from the last program to the new program and it's mm. updating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're onto you, Wachowskis. <laughs> <laughs> we're onto you. We're using this final film as our wrap up. We've got this. That's why I love this movie. So this is the, all these movies. They've got so much in it you could dig around for weeks. There is, because there's so much, like, there's so much content in. I hate describing it as content, but there's so much. <laughs> There's so much stuff. The content sounds better than stuff. There's so much content within this film that leads you to more external mm. content around yeah. life as a whole. 
and like theory on you know like like you're saying like the the space-time um theory and eternal recurrence and reincarnation and and any any kind of religious even like (laughs) you know as base and as raw as like morpheus's blind Mm. hope (laughs) and and his um who's the, the general like his arrogance and pride within like saving something that's already been destroyed six yeah. times unknowingly you know? <laughs> yeah yeah mm. yeah that's yeah it's 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 it, it truly is an incredible is. you trilogy. know what i heard the other day really? something else just, yeah. which I, I instantly thought of you messaged me soon afterwards so i was like okay gotta mention this the the nobel prize <laughs> was won this year by two scientists who uh have basically said the universe is not real Oh, that's right. I, yeah, I've, I've read I've, that a little I've, bit. I've read into it. I've, I've, I've been keeping up with this one. And it all comes back to Stephen Hawking's predictions about black holes and radiation escaping. And the best analogy I've heard was that mass, anything with mass, affects space-time like a footprint in sand. If anything with mass is on the space-time plane of continuum, it, it impresses on it and you know pushes down and then things fall towards it. But the fact that Hawking radiation has been proven means that when a negative, or sorry, a particle gets ripped apart by the gravity at the black hole's edge, one particle escapes, one particle goes into the black hole. The particle that escapes is negative. That's putting a negative, sorry, reverse that. The particle that goes in is negative. If the particle goes in is negative, it diminishes the mass of the black hole by that much. And the effect mm, on the space-time okay. continuum is that the pressure on the space-time continuum is relieved by that much. So it would be like if you walked when you stepped off, your footprint disappears. Now, that's all very vague, but what it implies is that matter in the universe is not causing the depression in space-time. It is a result of the changes in the space-time continuum so we are like a hologram we are like a projection we're being the matter in the universe is like a projection which is caused by changes in the space-time continuum yes that is nuts that that's what a but what are you why why are you dropping dude it's just insane well this is what science is saying (laughs) that's crazy that is insane eh? that a lot of these mystical uh ideas are actually possibly correct. <laughs> like, Plato's <laughs> oh, simile of the cave says that's... that we are watching oh. the world and the world is just like shadows on, on a wall. Well, the description the scientists use to explain matter is like a shadow being projected by the space-time continuum. That's, you're getting very that's close very to exciting. Plato's simile of the cave again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's crazy that... Because when uh, was Plato before Christ? 400, 2,300 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's a long time to yeah. come up with a theory. And then we have proven techniques of science and like the measure, like we can measure distance mm. quite well. I imagine Plato couldn't do it as they well. They measured the circumference <laughs> of the earth almost accurately. But, using yeah, two oh, true. And two yeah, that's pretty clever. <laughs> They got within a couple of miles, I believe. So yeah, they yeah, were right. dummies. So 
Well, that just kind of proves that science kind of stays the same, whether it's a thousand years from now or yeah, the explanations years ago. of it changes. That's all. The observations are the same. The explanations mm. change. <laughs> yeah, it is because, like, what does Ricky Gervais says? Eh? He says like, um, one plus one will be two today, and in a thousand years from now, one plus one mm. will still be two. But the story of the Bible will change tenfold. Or something like I don't know if he yeah, reference yeah, I don't yeah. know if he says the Bible, yeah. but you know, he says something along those lines. So you know, it yeah. science is good. Kids, yes. science is good. Go 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 play with some more mathematics sets or whatever. Good. Mathematics is the stuff. language of the universe. Language of the universe, it's just magic. It is magic. <laughs> It is. It really is. It is. It is. It's amazing. It's it's so crazy. Because I didn't apply myself to mathematics like I should. None of us did. (laughs) You know, like you just see like algebra is just, it's such a foreign thing. And you just think it'll never play a part. And then you kind of grow up and you see like how valuable, you know, even something as little as knowing your times tables up to like, (laughs) <laughs> 22 yeah. and stuff you know like it's it's much it, it it holds more value in weight you know it, it, using it as a chef it's made my life so much easier just knowing like a little bit yeah, more than basic does. math it, help. yeah. <laughs> it helps in all aspects of life the more you know the, the better you are yeah, yeah. The, the more you know power, knowledge is power as they say on the old yeah. PSAs <laughs> um, but look, look it, it doesn't it, it's not a good <laughs> tangent no, it's a good tangent, but it doesn't it doesn't really wrap me around to like the next character that I want to talk character? about, which is I'll bring well, it in. I'll see if um, I can wrap it into the next character for you. Who is it? Yeah, you go. Who are you? Who are you? Oh, the the fallen angel, oh, Seraph. Seraph. Oh, Seraph. Seraph. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, Judas. Yeah. The how wingless we, angel. We into it? Well, we don't. I don't know. Let's just bring it up. <laughs> he's a legend. He's a, he's a dude. <laughs> Look, we're not going to win no, awards for our... No segue. No we, segue here. Just for, straight in. for the segue, we won't get yeah, best segue of the year. But look, just, we're doing all right. Just jam <laughs> Seraph straight into the conversation. So, Oh, yeah. Because I like Seraph. I feel like more time should have been spent have on a, this character. Uh, like a but, spin-off episode, movie, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, like the less he's true, on there, the more true. powerful it makes him. You know, it's kind yeah. of that, like that effect. Yeah. And the less he, he doesn't speak yeah. much either. Less you know, is he's more. Very reserved. So yes, you're, yeah, that's true. Mm. No, he, he says nothing. I think the I think one of a like there's this cool scene where they walk into the club, and Trinity's all hell bent on revenge, and it's like Morpheus, Seraph, and Trinity, and they're they've got like the guns mm. pointed, mm. and their arms are locked, and mm-hmm. they're doing that triangle, which is like mm-hmm. another Trinity reference, and Trinity being <laughs> a part of the Trinity. And Seraph being a fallen angel and Morpheus, where's his name come from? Greek mythology. Um, yeah, Greek probably yeah, means yeah. three. Well, yeah. <laughs> or something nuts like that. And it, it's it's cool, like, the way it's shot is they're constantly spinning and the camera's, like, slowly panning through the club and they slowly eventually get to the Merovingian. And, yeah, I really like that. I really like that scene. It's so powerful because nothing's said. But they all, they all have each other's back. Even though really Trinity and Morpheus, Morpheus have the most time together, and Seraph has really only been there for what's seen in the film, like mm. six months, isn't yeah, it? Really, yeah. you know. 
they they gain so much trust mm. with this program because you know, you know going back to what we're saying every program has a purpose and his purpose was to protect mm. the oracle so like there's no reason not to trust him because he can't fight Just his programming go back a little bit morpheus was a greek yeah. god who was the son of the god of sleep and his job was yeah, to bring right. bring mm. people to the god of sleep uh Mm, so bring well what do they do in the matrix how do they get mm. into the matrix Interesting. yeah I'm, I'm, mm. there's probably more to it than that but that's mm. from memory it's, that's what Morpheus did yeah so sleep yeah and, well that yeah, <laughs> makes yeah, a lot yeah. of sense yeah I, mean, I have to google it up to, to really get the details but it was something like that um, and there might have been a story yeah. about how he, how he rebelled well do you think yeah, he I like think defies, he defies his dad, dad. And like yeah. wakes people up, he it must be like a waking people up because there's no way he gets. No, I think there was a def- no defiance in the yeah in the story. I forgot. I'm not gonna. That's all I remember. Safely. No, no. We'll look. Bring mm. it up in the fourth. Right. Cast <laughs> him. <laughs> uh, oh, don't say that. Didn't they? Re- did they recast uh, him? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it just looks that way because like Lawrence Fishburne didn't sign on. Or yeah. I, I don't know. There was something I remember reading <sighs> something about uh, him not not wanting to be a part of it or something like that, or it was a scheduling conflict. Maybe he was filming like a John Wick or whatever because he's like in the John mm, Wick franchise mm, now. Okay, well, but then again, Keanu is as well, so you know, make mm, that what you will. Uh, okay, well, well, I'll suck it up and watch it soon. <laughs> <laughs> and the Merovingian, just to throw it back to him, he's de- he's the devil, isn't he? <laughs> He's got to be like a reincarnate. Like he's got like Neo's the ascension of Christ, somewhat like Jesus, and Merovingian is definitely the the devil of this whole scenario, or at least like a Mephisto esque character, like the son yeah, of the devil. I don't know. Um, good question. It's, I mean, it's hard to say. What's the architect? Mm. Well, he's like a self appointed god, really, isn't he? Or at least like a creator. Yeah, it's a bit a designer by yeah. nature, isn't he? Architect. Hard. I mean, you know, it's that's that's it's possibly yeah. I guess that's a he's a he's a weird one. I don't know if he quite and it went or is he just like a acting like well demon okay on the okay plane? the Merovingian. Well, he was acting. He was he was just doing his own thing. Like he wasn't part of the program. He wasn't, you know, wasn't working for or against the Matrix. He was working for himself. The Merovingians, the name came from, um, it was a Northern European dynasty that ruled in like mm, France and right. I think Germany and that sort of thing around the fourth or fifth century. Um, and they were like rogue. They were like a rogue dynasty. They weren't, they, yeah, you know what I mean? They didn't come, yeah, yeah. So they didn't. I think come they were from... Viking origins. I think they were the north. I think it might have been northern. Yeah, right. So like, like they kind of took over dynasty. things for a while, and they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they, the they, they weren't part of the. Similar. Yeah. All the you know how the dynasties were all. I mean, like World War One. They were was a, was a war between yeah. cousins, like the German and the English royalty were family. That was really a war between families. Yep. So the Merovingians weren't part of those dynasties. Yeah. They didn't have those bloodlines that were all through Europe. They tried to keep yeah, intermarrying right. to keep those bloodlines. 
the Merovingians were not part of that. Yeah, so that might be. I think he was like, I don't know what you like a. That's more of a nod to that kind of dynasty rather than like a. Yeah, rather than Satan, maybe you could say like a Loki character. Like it just sort of throws a spanner in the whole works. Mm. Um, He's out for himself and does his own thing and and throws a spanner in the works for everybody, (laughs) for all parties. You know. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He definitely does. So yeah. And the fact that he yeah uses like the old, the old um, the old programs mm. as like bodyguards. Yeah, yeah. And the old program would well, they get carried over from previous incarnations of the Matrix? Is he is he beyond incarnations of the Matrix? Is he in the Matrix? Like, that's right. Has yeah, he been rebuilt? Yeah. Is he yeah. like living? Like, is he living the life to kind of correct? Yeah. The like, can he survive each iteration of the Matrix by getting? out with the train man with the train man yeah Ooh, interesting that's yeah. spicy uh, none of this was none of this was adequately oh. explained <laughs> <laughs> they no, don't say it no, do they I say it it's mentioned at all no no they yeah, don't yeah, this, this is, is all speculation yeah came up of, from watching it too many times <laughs> <laughs> I think you're onto something. I think that like these are yeah. all sound theories, and I think there's some like there's definitely weight to like most of them. I would say because you can't have all these references and not have it mm. somewhat confirmed. I mean, they would never confirm it themselves. I don't think. Well, I've never read anything that confirms like all these religious references, but some of them are so blatant, like mm. the chalice. You know, like it's such a blatant reference to you know because the the Holy Grail is a reference mm. to the, the Christ. And all that, like, there's some of them are like, I mean, more blatant yeah, than you others. You skip to the end and just, you know, do the full <laughs> Jesus Christ pose. You know, that's <laughs> that's right. That's, I remember you sent me yeah. that photo <laughs> of like, like Christ. Yeah, he's here, like his arms out. And then you've got the whole yeah. phoenix uh, imagery of the, you know, the, the, the way it sort of flames up and he's the burn, burn from fl- yeah, born yeah, from ashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all. It's all... Mm. Um, then <laughs> it all wraps way up pretty too well. Much for it to have been this like unconscious influence, it's all very deliberately placed. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all purpose. Yeah. That's there's right. No, yeah, no, um, just you know, oh, I wasn't aware I was doing it. It was just no, no, no. They 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 placed that all very deliberately. I'm sure. So yeah, we should re- we should really tie in the oracle and how she's mm. different. She's just a different character altogether. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, you know, different actor. She recognizes. There's actually like a, a moment there where she says, you know, we're all different. We all change. Even I've changed, and you know, it's clearly mm. like a different actor. Because I think the I think she died. I think she, she did, passed yeah. in between films. Which is like really sad because it was it was only like, it wasn't long years, between the yeah. two films. Like I'm pretty sure Reloaded came out at the end of. 2002 mm. and then the following year revolutions came out so yeah yeah it's pretty close sequels considering like the first one was in did 99 they, or maybe reloaded was in 2001 at the same time the same way they did the lord of the rings trilogy because was it after the lord of the rings they filmed those because a lot of movies started doing that they filmed they tried to film it but they wouldn't probably they probably didn't if she was Both, passed between mm, well that kind movies, of yeah yeah, yeah. Well, 
it would make sense because then you kind of preserve the characters at their like the actors at mm. like what they're meant to look like you don't have to you know spend money on like these days it's spending money mm. on de-aging and that mm. kind of stuff so it, it would know. make a lot of sense but then again you know like film and, past, so. and then you would save on like a lot of production costs like renting out a mm. studio for one renting a location you have to have the whole story for all all the movies locked in you know can't muck around you gotta... <laughs> oh it wouldn't yeah. no you, that's right it wouldn't be like a right. <laughs> it wouldn't be like a novel you yeah. know you couldn't just change it in in a yeah there wouldn't be much room for improv like say yeah. a, a comedy film <laughs> so yeah the, the, the um but there's much more room to move in this movie um yeah she kind of got exposed as as not entirely truthful yeah well she yeah well that's right she kind of gets called on saying yeah. what people want to hear know thyself <laughs> it's interesting isn't it like uh <laughs> like her, the, yeah the, she, was, she yeah. was she was everything she said was taken as, as, as absolute truth as gospel for the first two movies and then it's then it's yeah. all brought into question it's like well, what is your motive what's your game like her game was was, was revealed in this you know that it that really it was well it was and it, oh i was just saying oh, it was really her game was against the architect you know and that was yeah it is it's like two yeah. two people playing chess and it was nothing really when you know morpheus and neo they're just pawns in, her, in their game which is a bit disheartening <laughs> of the battle of the bottle of the battle of like destiny versus mm. like program mm. really isn't it like giving like the evolution of the the programs to like live you know what we're talking about before like a conscious a conscious life or because essentially it kind of says that everything is living in the matrix subconsciously or consciously all the programs are alive and they do have um the capacity to feel and whereas the program the architect sees all of that as false they're just purpose-built programs. They don't have feelings. They exist to run the matrix, essentially, to you know mm. charge his batteries. They, because mm. that's essentially why the matrix is built, isn't it? So they can keep these, because they get more power out of a human mm. than they do a battery. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, it's kind of revealed that yeah. the the whole purpose of the whole three films was the this this relationship between the architect and and um, the oracle, and the oracle. that you know, he is structure and order, and she is um, creation and chaos. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's funny how creation and chaos well, you, live together. Something must die for something <laughs> new to be born. You know, like it's 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 this it's, it's yeah the the constant evolving, changing state of the universe uh, versus. The, the so very good. human desire to keep things the same and structure and ordered, you know, that's a, it's like a, <laughs> it's like the the architect sort of represents that really, that, well, it's a human strength to order things, but taken too far, it becomes destructive in itself, you know. Yeah, that's right. It becomes, you know, disorder. Dis- yeah, well, it's, it's, <laughs> I guess through all this order, everybody. You know, falls there's there's two fundamental forces of the universe. You've got life creating things, <laughs> and life's messy and chaotic, and you've got you know the the structured order of, of of all these forces and laws all you know working and entropy trying to 
you know, undermine it all. It's just, like, just, it's the rules. I don't, know, I don't know what their idea was, but it's reflecting all the cosmic forces in play as well, those two, you know? It is. Why, you know, it's, it's almost like a, well, there's so many references, but, you know, it feels like it's a reference to, like, that Norse, like, the tree of life, how it's just ever-growing and ever-expanding in all ways and you can't really control mm. where it grows. But see, the other thing about Yggdrasil, the tree of life, is that it's being eaten from the base by the snake, by the serpent, the giant serpent, mm. which is... which is Order. Ouroboros, the snake eating its own tail. It's kind of creates this cycle. That, uh, that story creates a cycle. Is it Ouroboros? That's the snake eating its own tail. <coughs> Excuse me. That's the name yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, the tree of life's being consumed from and mm, constantly right. regenerated and then consumed and regenerated because of this yeah cycle. They, you know, that was that's a that's another, another example we've we've known you know, throughout history. People have observed things and made up stories to explain these two forces at play, whether it's you know the tree of life and the snake eating it, or you know heaven and hell. God and the devil. Yes, because this is just a well. This is just a. It's a modern representation of these older stories, isn't it? It's you know, like mm. you know, like we said, it, mm. like early on, you know, they they told us to wake up and mm. see it, yeah. <laughs> and now they've given us a physical representation, a visual representation of <laughs> this that people are now kind of only understanding, really, mm. in the last like ten years of like what they were trying to say all those oh, years ago. Really twenty years ago, trying to figure out what they're trying to say. <laughs> Thus, this podcast. <laughs> yeah. like, we're still stuck on like what the ferryman's but role. I mean, if you really want to take is. a big picture look at it, the, the third movie saying that you've got these forces at work in the universe of order and chaos, and that we're just puppets and playthings for them. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's right. We're just doing. Well, that's right. We're doing what we think is our role. You know, like a lot of chaos that, you know, people think is like individual purpose is really what your role is. Your your role is to create chaos. So there's people, so, you know, the people that have structure and order can come in and try and correct and and then through well, chaos becomes I think creation. In like scientific terms, structure, immovable structure, unchanging structure is subject to Entropy, which means that it will lose energy over time and collapse and, and die. Like, so you ca- you can't have rigid structure yeah. in our universe. It's it, it dies. Entropy. It, it comes back to like black holes, Hawking radiation. Eventually, everything dies. Yeah. Um, even black holes um, because of entropy. But then you've got life, and on the other hand, which is constantly regenerating and changing in the, its nature to keep ahead of entropy, like this constant race. Uh, it's it's you know, these are the laws that, that govern the whole universe, and they just get brought up again and again and again in literature in all these ways. It's it's <laughs> fascinating, it's fascinating to see. It mm. is. It truly is. Yeah. Mm. Ah, it's nice. It's nice to see a, a visual representation of it as well for like the younger people that don't have the attention span to sit there. I don't have book, the attention span to read a book nowadays so either. Much, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why, like the, you know, the Matrix opened my eyes, and you know, you yourself, like you know, helping. Like explain like some of these things. You well, know, it really helps. Yeah, so. these are, like everything is just mm. theories and just ideas. I don't claim to have any absolute knowledge about anything. That would be <laughs> ridiculous. It's, it's just 
It's like, ooh, that looks like that. Ooh, that looks like that. Ooh, that looks like that. We're just pattern recognition creatures, and I'm, 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 that's all I'm doing. It's like, oh. Well, that's right. Yeah. It's a copy and paste method. Yeah. You know, it's so, well, you know, the dream is that, you, you know, you're copying original text and pasting it into someone else's, like, little notebook, and you just hope the story <laughs> doesn't change, so you still get facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. But, that's you know, so much look, so much before we go on, you, well, we gotta you gotta jump into the APU. Oh, yes. We gotta jump into Captain oh. Mephoni and his righteous stand oh, against the squiddies. Thinking about it. Oh, that guy. It's whoever that actor is. He needs recognition as well because he does such a. He is the he is the baddest yeah. man alive in that film. Like he is. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Where is he? What's his name? Mephoni. Who played? Mifun. Okay. Nathan Shout Lees. Out. What, a, what a legend. Shout out. Nathaniel, sorry. Yeah, Nathaniel Lees. Man. Good on you. You're a, you're a champion. I've seen you as a hero yep. for so long. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that was, uh, that was you know, that's straight up a Jungian hero archetype. You know, he played that perfectly. Yeah, mm. from the hard nose, the hard nose as mm. he is to that rookie, to how inspiring he is yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) because he's only in there for such a short time Mm. really like i mean if you sewed up his total play time it'd probably only be like 12 minutes powerful 12 minutes like he's on the screen for (laughs) but it's a powerful to it's the same Mm. with seraph you know like he just has such limited time but the times you see him Mm. you want more you want to know more but knowing more is detrimental to to him, like the more yeah, you know, the you know probably less. Those characters like Seraph and Mephonia, having those in that movie saved that movie. Like, like oh, I think mm. it is because there's a point where the script yeah. really drops off and it just yeah, it kind of ticks boxes, boxes bit, yeah. and like, yeah, and it becomes less symbolic and more about. It wasn't necessarily answering the questions you wanted answered. It just was answering the stuff like. Oh, you know, love trumps all. Um, we will mm. see through this, you know, uh, come what may, all that kind of like just really stereotypical action movie and just ticking it off for the everyman to like go, oh, that's the answer yeah. to that. Oh, that's the answer to that. And but, or, you know, but, like but, but the way it switched up from the first movie, it just created a whole bunch of new questions that it didn't answer, you know. It's like, as well it's like hang on whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you're answering those questions but the questions i have are what's going on and um you know so but like with all that going on not the the characters but the actors themselves they carried it through right and it is and it's these side Mm. characters that did incredibly Mm. well compared to like neo of of course like keanu reeves is a great actor and carrie Ann moss is a great actor and Lawrence fishburne is a great actor but it sees like the bruce spence the nathaniel lees like mm. whoever the general is whoever like that first senator mm. is uh councilman uh Harmon, uh i've got him here the gray-haired guy Zubay. yeah yeah like he he does such a great job of like really bring mm. it all back down and you've got, what's the guy's name who played the um real world incarnation of agent smith when he took over that guy's body i mean that 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 guy oh, Bane. um um I mean, ian bliss he, he played a yeah 
what is he like Hugo Weaving? Uh, uh, like it was son. like he was channeling like... Hugo Weaving. <laughs> It was it was it was really it good. Is. Like he yeah. did a great job. He's got to be Aussie because there's so many there's so many Australian well, yeah. actors. It was all filmed here in so. this film as well. And yeah, well that's right. Well he is Australian. There you there go. You go. Yeah, stage actor, of course. Just Mate, like what Hugo. a job he did. That was that was fantastic. Like you know, I believed it. I I, I believed that there was. Oh yeah, well, not literally, but I could <laughs> believe. I could suspend disbelief quite easily. But if you didn't know anything about Hugo Weaving, and then you seen this guy play Hugo Weaving, you would just yeah, think they're related. Yeah. Your brain would just go, "Oh yeah, they must." <laughs> you be nailed the voice too, or, or at least, like, oh the, yeah, and the the, mm. the stare, the the yeah. the crazy eyes that Hugo Weaving does, the intense, oh the intensity that Hugo has oh, mate, when he's legend. on screen. Oh. Oh, I love Hugo. Oh. Shout out Hugo Weaving. If you ever listen to this podcast, you, you're very you're a much loved yeah man member. Man. <laughs> Unreal of the of the of the Matrix family. Oh. and that whole that whole uh, oh, that's such a oh, it just gives me like anxiety thinking of how mm. no one stops him <laughs> until like the very end, like Almost how damaged. much he like kind of throws. <laughs> oh. a, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. so stressful. Like thinking about, <laughs> but you know, you're watching all that. And oh oh my god, it's terrible! It's terrible! It's terrible! But everything had to happen for it to end the way it did. Yeah, it's like well, that's right. Sorry, I'm just turning my page on my notes, but that's right. Like it couldn't have. There's just no. There's so many what ifs in the movie, but it just couldn't yeah. not happen that way. You're right. You know, like it had to have yeah. all this chaos and had to have all these like points of doubt for it to really be not just a successful film, but a successful mm. story as well. You know, they carried it. But I, the, the, the way they changed the story from the first one was, okay, what are we doing here? But then they pulled it off just, <laughs> you know, like it could have gone really sideways. I think the actors really helped. Oh, they definitely grounded the film, especially, like you said, the ones that weren't necessarily, oh, well, I think it goes both ways. I think the actors within the Matrix and the actors outside of it, it just didn't need like this star-studded mm. cast. It just needed real, oh, I guess, mm. earthy actors, you know, ones that were somewhat relatable to people watching this oh, film. Oh, they did it. Good casting. Say that. Mm. Say that. They definitely did it. It's great casting. Whoever the casting director is, shout out. <laughs> yeah. You did it. It's probably, probably a Wachowski. Probably. <laughs> because they can kind of see. They had the vision. <laughs> you know, they kind of knows. Yeah. Yeah. So what else do we have to cover in this? We, 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 are we going to mention the fact that well, we've done this before? We, you, well, let, let's. we have to cover the fight. Oh, the final. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Smith fight. The yes. Smith and Neo finally clashing as like the baby <laughs> face of the big daddy ship <laughs> tells him and locks him locks Neo in. If you haven't gathered, so we've kind of we're more or less we're not necessarily sticking to the storyline of the film. We're sticking to, you know, points that matter within the film rather than a generic timeline of it. So at this point in the film, we're up to the final Oh, I would say like half an hour, yeah, I would say. Yeah, that's... 
of where they finally get to Zion, which is, you know, no, not Zion. Uh, the, sorry, the Squidlings have got to Zion at this point, and they've held off their dramatic assault on the last stand of humanity for Neo to go fight Agent Smith, which is Agent Smith is now, he's a malignant yeah. virus <laughs> within the Matrix that nobody wants. Well, yeah. Yeah, hang on. So though, he's, well, he's met, the, he's met well, who's the, like, the mainframe at that stage, right? He got to the mainframe. Yeah, yeah. that's the baby face. Yeah, remember the mainframe's got yeah. the baby face? Okay, baby that's face, how of I course. It took me a minute. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's well, a that's interesting, shit, isn't it? Like, the, the, the whole thing's being yeah, run by a baby. Yeah, fit as a baby. Yeah, it's, having, it's, it's like yeah, a child having yeah. a tantrum. Yeah. It is because they, it has the mm. tantrum, remember? It's like, you know, Neo says something. Yeah, like, yeah. No. Yeah, I don't want it. interesting, isn't it? Like the 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 the, the yeah. intelligence that, that is running it all is very immature. Uh, yeah, it is. Everything acted on. Yeah, yeah. Like impulse, zero impulse control, like a child. Rather than. Yeah, yeah, and exactly, and like the the one that's meant to be controlling it, the architect, is the yeah. polar opposite of the child that essentially is in yeah. control. Mm, yeah it's, interesting it's, it's like father mm. time and baby time yeah well the architect is, is the architect is the part a creation of the baby you know of the so baby so like subconsciously it knows that it needs it's to be controlled just weird. it's just weird on levels it's just like <laughs> what is going on <laughs> that's <laughs> that's when you know it's getting too real when it's just there's no yeah, there's, there's no explanation uh, you sit there and, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank I'm trying to get any cultural reference historic religious you know mythological all I can think of is like it must be it's like there's two sides of the human nature. There is like, like you said, cre- creation and chaos. Then there's order and mm. structure. And like subconsciously that machine is, as it acts on zero impulse, within its own programming, it must know that it needs to be controlled on a subliminal level. That's why the, I guess the architect only exists in the matrix and not as a yeah, well- physical... The architect was the architect was the created matrix. to create the matrix. Mm. Yeah, to create the order, right? So uh, <laughs> getting too esoteric. Was, <laughs> what's the oracle then? <laughs> well, the oracle you could say is the natural, equal, and opposite reaction to you that. Know, like, like in in the laws of the yeah, universe, so every action a, has an equal so and opposite reaction. Face machine. Well, maybe it's like well? the shadow. Uh, you know, if you create, if you if you bring something, if you bring something into mm. existence, it's going to cast a shadow. Uh, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Mm. If you're bringing order into a system, it's going to create yeah. its opposite in the system. Um, the yin yang thing, you know. Uh, yeah, everything that's right. has its everything has its own the opposite. Yin yang thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know? So, it is, yeah. Yeah, I saw how I sort of saw those two is the equal opposites, you know, and they were they were like a yin yang, they were in that constant locked in that constant, you know, cycle. Yeah, and they needed yeah. each other. Whereas the right. baby just was like, What's going on? Well, he's created all this, but it's immature and the zero impulse zero control. Impulse. Yeah. And it's just I want, Maybe I want it just goes on <laughs> yeah, instinct. Mm. I want it destroyed. Yep. 
There's no yeah. Why. I mean, it's. <laughs> I want. But it's got I a, want Smith gone. It's got a. It's the virus got gone. Got a, a level Thanks. of intellect and intelligence and foresight because it doesn't destroy Neo immediately. It recognizes that he needs Neo as much as it wants mm. to destroy him. Yeah. For his insolence. It can't <laughs> because it knows. So it's it's like a maturing child that's just learning impulse control. It's like, oh, I really need this. Damn it, I don't want to bubble. It is. It must be like a, yeah. a three-year-old. Two three-year-old tantrum. Because yeah. that's, yeah, mm. yeah, it is. Because that's what, you know, I have, I have a son. You have a daughter. That's kind of the age where they see, like, choice mm. a little bit more. Yeah, consequences of choices too. And they stop. Yeah, yeah consequence yeah. of choice, yeah. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? So Yeah, that, that, oh. I'm happy we got yeah. somewhere with that, though, eh? I was really worried. I thought, I, oh, I, I don't I, know where we're going to go. No, I do too, yeah. <laughs> I think but we made it. Two of us, we've, we've hacked out some basic explanation of it. But, but, but you know, it's, 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 a new, it's a new life form. I mean, it came into existence however many centuries ago, whatever, but in the grand scheme of things, it's still a new life form and it's still finding itself. It's still learning about itself. And, you know, it's, and it's mm. stayed like that. So is that like a a comment of like pure pure innocence and pure <coughs> pure innocence? I guess it's pure like it's like that's the optimum age it needs to stay at, like mentality to like be Maybe an efficient machine. It is because it hasn't had any adequate resistance to develop. Like the resistance mm. is mm. a necessity. It doesn't like, have an opposite to grow and to. To grow, it needed to have resistance challenging it so it could learn impulse control. You know what I mean? You have to have a, a negative yeah, yeah, no yeah. from a parent for a child to stop and go, oh, man, how am I going to, you know, it needs resistance to learn how to govern its impulses. And it never had it because there was no resistance until now. It's like this it's is the, the first time one. it's encountering That's resistance right. and it's got to learn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're saying the resistance is Smith, Smith too, isn't it? Because Smith yeah. wants and absolute control. Yeah, and Neo, I guess. You know. He doesn't know yeah. why. Well, Neo's escaped <laughs> the program too. You know? Neo in this yeah. one has, 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 yeah, has you know, through the power of the grail, if you like, you know, has, has transcended his own death <laughs> in the Matrix and got out yeah. to the real world, to it for the first time, I'm guessing, in all the iterations. And for the first time, it's got someone defying it to its face, and it's as a tantrum. But then it has to re- you know, logically rationalise the situation. And go, man, I, he's right. I need him. So yeah, Smith is causing me so much yeah. trouble, so much resistance. This guy's the only it, the, the, the insolence this guy's giving me now is nothing compared to the problem Smith <laughs> is causing. So I'm going to have to suck it up. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a little growing experience for the for the baby intelligence. You know. It is. So, like, what does that tell us in the the fourth film? Not knowing anything about it. But do you know what I mean? Do we see an evolution in. Yeah, now I'm interested in the fourth film. Now Uh, I'm interested in the fourth film. Actually, that is something that will interest me if they develop that. Yeah. Because that's that's very interesting. Because, like, you know, because we've gone down, you know, resistance of no and growing through being told, mm, given choice. It's never had a and choice. the whole well, the whole thing's been about choice. Just, We're thinking about how many times choice has been you know brought up in the movie. And is there free well, will? That's is right. Really I think choice will? is the 
It's a mm, choice world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's brought up so much. I think I wrote that in a note. Like there's um choice. No, this is still human. Yeah. Reference like they say still human in purpose oh, over a dozen mm. times in the second film. And now it's about like the insinuate the the incentive of choice the how they go around about way of given choice and like you said free will oh i couldn't yeah. even count it <laughs> in this film alone yeah. let alone yeah. all three it was started off as um yeah only human and then still human <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and now it's oh about the programs now they, they focus a lot on the programs but the final showdown Smith battle the final oh, the final battle is just mm. so epic and the flying thing i love how that's like a homage to like yeah, hong kong yeah. cinema i feel like i feel like that's a big draw at like um older movies oh not that it's not an old movie like mm. crouch tiger hidden dragon and like um seven samurais and um who, who was the blind guy um, the blind samurai no the one-armed samurai what was his name mm. that's going back eh? but you know <laughs> it doesn't matter but um, definitely yeah but like i feel like that last battle is like a real homage to like old school like um into the mm-hmm. dragon style mm. hong kong cinema yeah i really like that i really like how that's like their go-to for uh the kind of yeah. action and fighting scenes is that kind yeah. of old school style cinema because it's so the, the everything about the film is you know this odd future but like the Very combat old. is yeah. Yeah. traditional yeah. martial arts yeah. <laughs> yeah like you know like they do mm-hmm. like the wing chung boxing mm-hmm. and the taekwondo and the you know um jaekwondo and the karate and that like everything is so yeah yeah and thought of it that way traditional in the martial arts mm-hmm. aspect but everything else is so ultra realistic, but also mm. unrealistic. Futuristic. <laughs> yeah. Futuristic. Futuristic, sorry. Yeah. Mm, historic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With a little bit of re- yeah. religious selling. Yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> the details. We talked about this before, but the, the, the scene where he picks up, the rips the, 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 the pole out of the ground and starts using it, and you can see the... The way the pole bends, <laughs> you know, it's just like, boom, yeah, so much yeah. force it's bending the pole, it's like, yeah, amazing. So, so many, many Smiths. Smiths. <laughs> I think we spoke. I think we spoke about it. There's like two or three Smiths that aren't that they obviously yes. ran out of money to face <laughs> Hugo's face on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to pause. I had to pause yeah. and reframe, and I really wanted to find at least one. I mean, how many people like he's got such a distinctive face? Like, how many people look not, like not, not enough to, to do that scene? No, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I feel like you could find more people that look like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. like Keanu Reeves, yeah, or like Brad mm. Pitt, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like their facial features as much as they're iconic they're also very mm. the same yeah, yeah hugo's yeah. very distinctive <laughs> he's got just yeah, distinctive yeah. bone structure like it's it's nuts his cheekbones yeah. like his jawline like 
even you know yeah. the receding hair like, like it's you, all you watch him in uh, like Captain America as the Red Skull with all the prosthetics on it still looks like Hugo <laughs> Weaving you know yeah. it's it... <laughs> it's interesting you bring that you still know like when you see him have you yeah. seen uh, Endgame yeah. yeah so like when you see him as like the re- you know spoilers you see him as like the reincarnation of um, the Soul Stone because like the I think well he's Theoretically, his the soul reason, is now this possessed is like by an, the soul stone. Yeah, because he loves him over everything, and the stone requires that you yeah, sacrifice yeah. something. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. He, <laughs> yeah, because it's his. Because Red Skull's yeah. own vanity is the thing that he loves and prides most. Like he gets, you see in the first Avenger film, the Captain America, he's mm. getting a painting of himself. Mm. He, mm. you know is falling in love with the persona mm. of the red skull rather than um, his real name Hans or Herds or I can't remember his name. It's top of my head for now uh, at the minute, but he, he falls in love with the red skull persona. So when the stone, when he goes on the pursuit, he's locked in the time stone, the time and space, the, sorry, the space stone. He begins his pursuit for the stones at that point, at the end of that film. So then when he goes to the, that planet, to seek it you know the stone requires a sacrifice and mm. it's him and then he realizes that he can't have the stone interesting now. interesting because he's dead mm. yeah so he becomes like the guardian of the stone which you know i, I you know i don't feel like a lot of people touched on enough because I, I think it's yeah, very powerful yeah, very very yeah. makes sense yeah i think that's a that's like a cool that's a cool thing that like kind of gets glossed over it's like oh why is red skull here no well given given the choice that thanos was given he he had no one had nothing to sacrifice yeah yeah except for you know like i i think it's delusion that like makes him believe that gamora the adopted child yeah i feel like that was a not necessarily an easy choice, but like as far as the structure of the script and storytelling goes, mm. it's an easy choice Be- because essentially what he loves more is his new world. That's what drives him. I don't think it said you had to sacrifice like the, the thing you love the most. You know? It yeah, said you yeah, had to sacrifice like, something yeah, you well, love. That... Didn't it? It wouldn't have to be the thing you love the most. It had to be some. It had to be sacrifice something you love. Something you hold dear. Yeah, it dear. was. It, it wasn't the most. Yeah. It, they didn't have to sacrifice the thing mm. you love the most. Yeah, true. But with, like you know, yeah, Thanos loved the death. Actually, in the comic books, he was in love with death. Um, and yeah, that's right. Oh, oh God, have yeah, you read yeah, that yeah, read comic book in, back in the day? Yeah, I had him. Read had the comic him. book. Deadpool oh, Deadpool versus, versus Deadpool yeah, versus yeah. Thanos. <laughs> oh man, that is such a riot because like Deadpool's in yeah, love with death, yeah. and they're like challenging, and then they realize how silly it is that they're <laughs> but, fighting. But even back in the original <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet saga, <laughs> yeah, Infinity Saga, there, um, yeah, he was doing it to impress Lady Death. That's right. That's right. Because you know, Death was the the ultimate like woman for him. Understood yeah. him, got it. But Death tells yeah. you what you want to hear. That's so like, find out. Is that like Def? Def wants you yeah. to join. So Thanos could love <laughs> something else other than himself, whereas Red Skull couldn't. Yeah, it is. Which, which no, he couldn't. He couldn't see makes, his own. He's, he's, that makes Red Skull his, worse than yeah, Thanos. His sin. <laughs> it is. Yeah, 
if Thanos yeah. has got a cause, you know, like it, well, he, essentially, he, he can like, he can love something Thanos outside himself. He's proved that he can love his daughter and he can love Lady Death and he can. But Red Skull, Red, yeah, even Red Skull Nebula, can't love you know, anything like his, other than himself. Yeah, <laughs> him, him and power. That's like such a cruel, you know, yeah. such a tangent. But oh, I love to way off tangent, but yeah, <laughs> we yeah, should do a Marvel. Uh, maybe. I, I could go deep favorite. into Marvel, mate. Oh hell yeah! Oh, I love it. I love Marvel lore. Mm. I love everything about it. The I think the most just quickly, the most impressive thing that Marvel has done has created a universe within mm. our universe. Everything like if if there's a planet that's mentioned, like they do make up some things, just you know, like nowhere and Gormir um, and yeah, you know some other yeah Gormir and you know some of the other planets and stuff like that. But the world. The Marvel world exists mm. on Earth. That's the one thing that DC won't have with Marvel. That's a, that's a, that's the trump card because Gotham isn't real. Gotham's this weird hybrid of Detroit mm. and like Lower Manhattan, whereas Spider Man exists yeah. in Manhattan, in Queens, in it America. Really grounds in New it, York, doesn't it? Grounds know, like it in, there, in the world. Yeah, yeah, it creates like this believability almost you know that's why like it's a phenomenon like mm. the superhero kind of genre in the comics yeah. you know because I, I was I, I was saying it before on like you know my normal podcast episode is like that's the the what all of us fans that read the comic books when we were young is like that's what we want like that's why there's such as oversaturation of media is because uh, oversaturation of the comic book stories yeah. is because that's what we want they're doing it for like the guys that read it when they were kids. They're not doing it to gain popular culture. It's already yeah. in popular culture. It's, it's just it's, more it's, popular. It's people who are critical of it need to understand very simply that over the last hundred years or eighty years, whatever, there have been millions <laughs> yeah. of comics. There's been probably thousands of comic book producers, publishers, right? And evolutionary forces, yeah. supply and demand, whittled it down to two. The two that were doing yeah. what yep. people That's wanted. That's exactly right. One. And what people wanted is manifesting the hero archetype. <laughs> it's a Joseph Campbell. Yeah. Joseph That's Campbell exactly and Carl right, Jung said like, this. This is in us. These stories, that. these ideas are in us. And these are just, you know, the reason they're popular is because we resonate with those ideas, those stories. And if. Yeah, and we've wanted this for so we need, long. Well, like, we've lost it. All the old we used to the, the the heroes in the old days were David and Goliath, and you know, you, yeah. you, you know, Troy, sure, the guy Achilles, from Troy, all that Achilles. Sort of stuff. And and as those stories were, you know, lost their potency, probably over time they lose relevance because of the changes in the exterior world, you know, and the language oh, translations right, and all yeah. that. They lose a bit lose a bit over time. Entropy kicks in and they lose a bit of energy and then we need new stories and look what we've got. We've got gods and heroes again. Yeah. 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 Heck yeah we do. We've got Yeah, man. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. every everything about it. There's not one thing about I'll keep I might sound like and you know, yourself, we might sound like shields to Marvel and comic books and that, but this is yeah. what we've wanted for this long. You know, like people that think, oh, it's an oversaturation of like nah. you know, the superhero genre no has gone too far. And it's like it's been it's been trying yeah. to do this for this long. Like it, you know, Iron Man isn't the no. first Marvel film. No, 
<laughs> like it's the first in a series of movies like amazing fantasy is the first introduction and iteration mm. of spider-man that's the first mm. part of a phase that's why they call it the phase one phase two phase mm. six to whatever yep. the three you know like it's just the start of something that will be a series like the comic books it's the first the first edition the first issue is a continuation of a story you know that's what they're trying to build the comic books they're trying to build the movies based on what the comic books were mm. and that's why people love them that's why i i, I, I freaking love them to death i've got a freaking marvel <laughs> tattoo man, <laughs> like, man look, if you're if you're anyway. telling the right stories it will resonate with people that's and if, if you know that's right capitalism does one thing really well and that's you know whittle away things that people don't want if you don't if it's not wanted it doesn't survive so uh, i feel like you're throwing it back to the matrix and its problems well of illegal yeah. programs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice one back on track <laughs> that'll That's get a, a segue of the year <laughs> so i think that um the so at this point in the film it's kind of wrapped up. We've had the, we've kind of spoken about the Oracle and the architect kind of coming to terms with their roles within mm. the matrix. Well, the architect that? has to come to terms with his role. I they think the, 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 I think the Oracle was, was ahead of him there. <laughs> he was the, 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 the architect had to catch up and realize, okay, I see now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of has to see that mm. it's necessary, isn't it? But the, and then it's, morpheus has that kind of final i think one of his final lines is like he has that comment of is this real mm, yes like he has this this real crisis of conscious like what am i standing in the matrix while i'm unconscious <laughs> or am i consciously in the matrix? when you've yeah leonardo DiCaprio, where they keep going down no, no, no. When they keep going down into different layers, <laughs> levels of consciousness, Inception. Oh, uh, Inception. Been, yeah. When you've been down the Inception yeah. rabbit hole as many times as, as Morpheus has, it's like you, you have to start questioning, am I in base reality? <laughs> yeah. What's, like, <laughs> is the dreidel. The yeah. dreidel keeps on spinning. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, time, time suspends it. The dream I wonder if they'll c- cover that in the, the next time. one, where the, the effect of being, yeah, I don't know, maybe. I, I being tricked Sorry? so long, like a no, just being like tricked yeah. for so long, like you're right, like you know, so many times, like that, you start like, to question your sanity and reality. You'd have to. Oh, I'm excited. I kind of them that, now. Man. I might have to watch it tonight. I have to go get some wine. Get a bottle of yeah. wine. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll give it a yeah. go. I'll give it a run All tonight right. or tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I mean, mm. oh. and so I think the last. Uh, the last the last song is kind of the last kind of uh, kind of note is actually I didn't touch on this that Saudi girl has hairy arms <laughs> and enjoy that but I'm very I'm very vain and petty <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I don't know I don't know why I body shaming into it, this episode but... and getting us both cancelled thank you <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like it's a weird thing to kind of I don't know. Maybe it's it's just a weird thing for me. Maybe because I'm Asian, I've never had hairy arms. I'm a chef on top of it as well, so I have zero hair on my arms. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> Maybe I I think it's just jealousy, really. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think it boils down to just being jealous of that. I can never have hairy arms. I'll have a full beard. Mm. Like, you have a full beard. When do you think the you had the capacity to grow uh, a full beard? Well, 25? yeah, still a little bit patchy on the cheeks about 25, but by 30, definitely all grown in. Yeah. I'm 31. I'll have a full beard when I'm 63. Yeah, but you're still going to look like you're 23. So you'll be fine. That's the Asian gene, you know? Wheels and roundabouts. You don't get you don't get to have it all. You know, when we're 60, I'm 63, I'm going to look like I'm 180 yeah. and you're going to look like you're 30 and I'm going to have more hair than you. It's, uh, so what? <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, I can swallow that pill. That'd be all right. Uh, but the last song, the last song is actually... Um, it's called called Novras, which all the lyrics are sacred mm. Hindu text. Interesting. Which I think, I think it all it's like their version of okay. like Hallelujah. I think I didn't write that in my notes what the song actually meant, but the song is called Novras. Yeah, know, what's it called? Quick Google. Spell it for me. Uh, N O V R A S. Okay. Um. I think. Or N A Navros. Navros. N-A-V-R-A-S. By mm-hmm. You Know Reactor. That's the song. Well, I don't think that's the song, but if you look at the lyrics. Yeah, Navros. N-A-V-R-A-S. Mm-hmm. And what does that translate to? Just it won't say anything. Because it's been... The Matrix has got it. The Matrix has realized that it just... We don't get to know... Oh, so... Sorry. So, it, it translates um, to... Uh, from ignorance led me to truth. From darkness led me to light. From death led me to immortality. Which is basically the theme. There you go. Started the with Matrix. the Holy Grail, finished with the Matrix. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that is, yeah, that's a bit that but that about sums it up from like the start to mm. the finish, really, isn't it? Yeah, interesting. Okay, I mean, well, so final thoughts. Give Mate, me final my thoughts final thoughts on, on the Matrix Part Three and Part Two is that I keep changing my mind. I like it. I like it less. I like it more. <laughs> I like it less. I like it more. I like it, but I still think it is an attempt to shut down the truth of the first matrix. <laughs> <laughs> and that I agree because that is essentially the function of the matrix. That's what you're told. Yep. And subconsciously you just know that you can't believe that because yeah. of the power of the matrix. I, still, oh my I, God. I, we, I think the Wachowski's got so close to the truth. The Matrix, our, our Matrix, the universe, said no. And to, pun- to punish them, and <laughs> it broke up their creative partnership, <laughs> made, yep. them, made them make the next two movies and then broke up their creative partnership. So do you think that... I think you're right. I, I 100% agree with your final thoughts. I think that the first one was so powerful and so, you know, I'm doing inverted commas like woke that you're right. The, the universe told him, it's like, no, you have to make 
a part one and part two and part one and part two it can't be a trilogy they have to be one film they have to be as a part one and a part two it's not necessarily the second movie and the third movie it's one movie the matrix and then reloaded and revolutions are essentially one film yeah reloaded is reloading it's a good name because they reloaded and went oh no (laughs) yep they Why do you need to reload? You reload, you, you <laughs> fired a shot, and then you have to reload. Mm. Like they fired their shot, now they're reloading. Uh, and then mm. revolutions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then, I guess, like, essentially the fourth film Let's is the third out. film. I'm going to find out. Hmm. We'll find <laughs> out next week. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode. Coming up on the Mind podcast. podcast. <laughs> well, I think we better wrap it up there. Do you mind if I do some plugs? Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, 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 no. The book, the book is not yet written. No, the Matrix won't I'm, let I'm, you. I'm writing a book, but every time I try to start, something happens. I think the Matrix. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel about the, the John P book. I'm trying to get it done, and then it just there's something that says it's either you've got to create more dialogue. I started out. I'll tell you what, just real quick. I started out writing a 25 page short story. That was my goal. I'm now at 55 wow. pages. I just don't understand how it's happened. <laughs> so it's, that's what I'm. That's my real struggle. Eh? Like I don't understand how this book became you started more of a book. It? You know? Yeah, it's through the editing process that it's getting bigger. It's smaller. Yeah, it's supposed to get smaller. I know. I know. It's um, not the working um, though. It's killing me. Create something and then you've got to let it die. You've got to let it go. You've got to cut it and let it go. If it doesn't serve your functions. What'd you say before the episode? Man makes a plan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Man man plans and the universe laughs. That's going to be the title. That's going to be the title of this episode. Well, the Wachowskis had a plan to make the Matrix and then God laughed and they just turned through. And four. We'll find out whether we're really laughing about four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me just let me let me wrap up. I'll do some plug. So look, you can go and check out this episode. It's, it'll be available everywhere. Uh, it should come out next week from this recording. I've got a normal schedule of something this one coming out next week. But you can go in uh, like like and, and give it five stars give it five stars on spotify you can do that now on the apple store in the apple podcast in the google podcast the podcast show is available everywhere you can go sign up to the, the next three people that sign up to the patreon get a free t-shirt so you can check out the audio stories that is somewhat relatable to the book we've just been talking about it's called the marchetti family values that is a 1960s kind of gangster story about the mob family that exists inside the John Payne book so you know creating multiverses because you know multilateral stuff's always good 
and you can you can go check out the surprise me challenges on the youtube channel which is the i'll put all the links in the description but it's the the youtube channel is my mind podcast with no vowels it's the same as the instagram which is m-y-m-n-d-p-s-e-s-t you can also travel on over to the facebook page and like and subscribe and do all that fun stuff and go support the show you've got all these ways to go and support the show so I got a plug. Um, just like yeah, a, go on, plug out there for Armani suits. Um, I don't own one, but I'd like to if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, the well, Matrix put might it allow out there. this. <laughs> see. But thanks, Seth. That's been fun. All right. <laughs> nah, it's awesome. I love, I love Chinese. It was great fun. I'm going to... So thank you. That'll be me signing off. See you.